everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. We're super happy to be back again. Um, we took a little week off. We went on a little trip to Disneyland. We had a really, really fun time um, spending time with family, but we are very happy to be back. So I've noticed thinking about my time as an athlete and then also just like really watching and evaluating my players, um, just like giving up. And when I watch my kids do it, I get, you know, a little frustrated, like, oh, you can't just give up, like, don't just give up. But then I've kind of thought back to when I was an athlete and like what went through my mind when I did give up or when I wanted to give up, um, like all those negative thoughts of just like, I made a mistake and I just don't care anymore, or I don't want to make another mistake, or I'm too tired. It's just like that mentality of like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Instead of just saying like, I got to push, like I got to keep pushing. Um, it's really like challenging, honestly. It's a challenging topic and it's challenging to change that mindset. Well, it's challenging. And then you think, how do you get past that? And what drives you to get past that, right? So... I mean, I think about when you have those thoughts, you know, I don't want to do it anymore, or it's too hard, or I'm tired, what drives you? And is it your goals that drive you? Is it wanting to perform better that drives you? Like, what drives you to perform better? Yeah, I mean, and is it also like, is it conditional? What do you mean? Like, is, is what drives you conditional? If you have a drive, you know, maybe on Tuesday, I have a drive to work really hard and, you know, give my 100% the entire practice. But then maybe on Thursday at practice, I'm too tired and I don't, it's conditional. That drive just is kind of like, uh, I'm not really feeling it today. So I don't really care. Well, sure, it can be conditional, but I think that's when you really have to dig down deep and be like, okay, am I going to give in to the hurt? Am I going to give in to I'm tired? Are you going to give in to all the, the things that are going through your mind that say you don't want to do it? Because you have to kind of go from why am I doing it? Why am I here in the first place? Why am I playing this sport? what's driving me to be better. So, you know, we have to get past that. I don't want to and overdrive that to or overcome that so that you can listen to yourself and be like, okay, I, I have a purpose. There's a purpose for me doing this and I really want to continue. So I'm going to have to suck it up. I'm going to have to really just do it and do the best that I can. I know I'm tired, but as I get going, maybe it'll get better. Yeah. And I mean, I guess your big goal, like for me, I know when I had those days where I just didn't want to do anything, I had to think about what's my end goal. Sometimes those little goals and the little effort that you have to put in, it can be like too much for that day to like really like break down and think about, but then it's just like, ugh, but I wanna be a college player. 
like I want to play in college or I want to play professionally or I just want to get through the season you know what I mean like it, no I matter what be in that, shape so I don't feel like crap when I have to work really hard and <laughs> so I better get in shape <laughs> exactly and so sometimes it's just like you have to think about the big goal and not just that like the little goals that get there because the little goals can be exhausting even just to think about and sometimes I think that when it comes to like giving up and like not going 100% sometimes it can come off as selfish because you're too engulfed in your own like oh I'm too tired or I'm too whatever whatever the reasoning is that's just like I don't care so I don't like I'm going to give up, but you're there for a team. You're not there. I mean, you are there for yourself, but the team is what keeps you going. Hopefully it does. I mean, that's, that's not always, you know, the situation, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, your team, your team is your ultimate backbone, right. Of your sport. And, um, you have to, get to the point where you know again why are you there you know why are you playing the sport and if you're not connected to your team you know if you don't have a good base with your team then it's easy to just say I'm in it for myself right so but is that um, so too like, I mean, think about team sports, not necessarily the individual sports. I can see that for the individual sports, but like for a team, you're a part of a team. So does that come off as selfish then? If you're just in it for yourself? Yeah. You're just doing it for yourself. You don't like, you don't care about like being there for your team. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely. But is that, is it really selfish or is it just how you're thinking about it? who's thinking is selfish is it you or is it your team I or mean your coach who's who's thinking it's selfish as a coach I see it as selfish for my players so what if you I, had a player yeah but what if you had a player that was tired and wasn't driven and didn't have the support to know how to drive themselves and it wasn't it wasn't that they're being selfish it's just they didn't know how so as a coach what do you do then I mean I think at that point that's different you know that's just uh not understanding of their own thoughts like you know that's that's why we're here that's why coach that's why you have coaches too is so that you can communicate your thoughts and that they can help you to understand how to have the drive, how to make the goals, how to do that. But I think if you have the drive or you have the goals, but you're not thinking about it in how it affects the whole team, you're only thinking about how it affects yourself. Absolutely. Then, then it is absolutely your, your thoughts, your, how you're thinking about the whole situation. And if you are being selfish enough to be like, and I don't even know if selfish is the right word um, because I feel like that has such a negative connotation around it. Yeah. But um, 
it's only thinking about how you're being affected by things. And I guess that's just another definition for it, but um, if you're not, if you're not thinking about the whole over overall outcome, you know, like we've had players that, you know, they were better than everybody else on the team, right? They just, they were elite. They were, you know, above and beyond everybody else. And so what, you know, they showboated or they took it and they, you know, they made all the plays, right? So does that mean they're selfish because they're better and that's the only way they knew how to? Or is it that that was their drive and they thought they were doing the best they could by their team? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I think it's so situational, especially when it comes to like being selfish. It's so situational because like in that sense, no, that's just a drive, but that's just a drive. And if, if you aren't like better than your whole team or um, maybe you just think you are, maybe you think you have way better skills and that you don't need to be there. Like, I don't think that's necessarily a drive. I think that could be this quote selfish. I think we do need to find a different word for it because like you said, selfish is such a like, negative word I hate being called selfish (laughs) I I actually I genuinely because you don't think that you're selfish you know you don't think when you're in that moment all you're doing is thinking that I want to be better or I feel like I am better than where I'm at so I want to I want to be somewhere else so is that selfish it's just wanting to be better for yourself so I don't know. I don't know if I really know the right answer for that. But I think that it's okay. Let me think how to phrase this. It's okay to think about yourself and what you need to do because like in the end, you're not going to be with the same team forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you have to at least, you have to think about yourself and you have to think about what you need to do. But that doesn't mean you have to leave your team behind in the ways of communication, in the ways of inclusivity, in the ways of giving your all for them, not just for yourself. Right. So playing in the moment, being accepting where you're at, at the moment, right. And being the best that you can for, for where you're at. And knowing that, you know, okay, this is, this is what I, this is where I'm at. What can I do to make it the best that I can right here where I'm at? And um, so I think, you know, for those players, especially for the younger ones that feel like maybe they are better right now, or maybe they aren't where they want to be. If they can understand that they're where they're supposed to be for a reason. And maybe they have something to learn from where they're at. And if they can take everything in from where they're at to make them even better, then by the time they get to where they want to be, they're going to have so many more skills and so many more mental, so much more mental capabilities because they've taken where they're at and embraced it and learned from it. 
Yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's a big part of learning, especially at such a young age, you know, the, especially fifth and sixth graders, you know, that, that age, we were talking about that earlier, that age group, you know, there's so many developmental, your body's developing faster than some, than others. And, you know, just they're growing and they're changing and they're trying to figure out where they're going to go next. You know, are they going to stay in the sport they're playing? Are they not? And keeping that drive to be where they're at and trying to figure out there's so many different aspects of everything. And so if, if we as adults can teach them that goals are important, especially at this stage and figuring out where they really want to be at this stage, then it will help them in the long run to embrace where their thoughts are when they get tired, when they don't want to do anything, or they get frustrated because they feel like they're better than everybody else and they're not in the spot that they need to be. Does that make sense? No, I agree. I mean, like you said, we were talking about this earlier. I coach a fifth and sixth grade team and we're really struggling with being a team and learning how to give each other our alls and communicating and effort and just kind of finding like the fine tune, make the gears turn correctly. Um, And it's really challenging because I can preach and I can say all I want all the time of, you know, like you guys need to get to know each other. You guys need to communicate what you need. Um, You need to make sure that you understand your weaknesses and your strengths as well as your teammates. You know, I can preach and I can say all these things all the time, but I can't make them be good teammates to each other. Well, and you can't, you can't make them understand. Maybe they don't understand what they're doing right now, you know, and especially at that age, because they're just, they're just learning. They're just, you know, they're starting to get to this other level and they're, they don't get it. So they don't understand the true meaning of teamwork yet. They don't know what it means. So preaching at them, like you said, doesn't do anything because it just goes in one ear and out the other because they don't get it. They don't understand. They've never been in that true team environment before. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as a coach, you just, you have to muddle and you have to go through it, try to teach them. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely a challenge and I've gone through and we've all communicated together. We've sat down and talked for 30 to 45 minutes, just all of us talking. I even left at one point and just let them all kind of like just talk and talk about the game and what they need and what, you know, just talk about their needs and what they can do better um, just to kind of like bring them a little bit closer. And I think it's helped in some ways, but we have a lot of, we started out with 15 to 17 girls on this team. And now I have nine, (laughs) I have nine to 11. And um, number in all reality. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very like I would prefer this amount, but if you really think about it from the beginning of the season till now, that's a lot of girls who have just left who were a part of this team who were big part. I mean, I had a couple girls who were like big parts of the team gone now. So then you have to retry and find a new dynamic again. Um, and I know that's really challenging for them. And so it's a really, it is a really hard age group because like, like you said, 
I've had girls quit basketball altogether. I've had them switch to a different organization, um, like uh, AAU team or whatever. Um, and I've had some of them just like not stay and do anything. Like, you know, they don't, they don't wanna be there. And some of them are still here. Maybe they're just here finishing out the season and next season they're gonna be gone. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so um, I know who's dedicated, but it's, it's very challenging. I think it's challenging for them um and so it's like well I don't want to get close with anybody because who knows who's going to leave next so what do you think as a coach you can do to create that bond with them what what are your strategies as far as okay I I see that they're you know we're always rotating we're always you know we're we're you know always doing different things and having different people so what is your strategy or what could you do to create a bond, even if it's a temporary bond with them? Um, Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of, I think about it a lot because I'm very dedicated to this team. And so I think about a lot, the different things that I can do. And I try new things every single week um, just to kind of feel out what I can do better, what I, how I can get them to kind of fit together better. Um, This week after this weekend's games and practices this week I have really like kind of sat down and I need to just do team bonding overall like in practices do things where it's like calling each other's names because honestly there's a couple girls that I don't even know if they know everybody's name I don't know if they care to know everybody's names but besides the point just getting them to first things first call each other's names and um, just do a couple of drill, basketball drills that they can kind of like be partners and be working together as a team. Um, so I have a couple of drills that this next week we're going to be doing, as well as just doing things outside of practice and games and stuff. And so we're gonna do like a team dinner um, and just all sit down and have a good time together and the kids or the girls can play and me and the parents can hang out and we can all just kind of be together and get to know each other and just enjoy. Um, As well as, I mean, we only practice twice a week for an hour. So we don't, we don't get that much time. So I've also put out to the team that um, I'm offering them more practices with me. which will be more like team building individual skills instead of just practicing like these the plays and the defenses and stuff like that. So just trying to find other ways that we can, I guess, spend more time together because two hours a week is not a lot. <laughs> it's right. really not. And, and I know that's hard, but like if this is a club organization, this isn't just like rec basketball. Um, if it was rec, then they wouldn't care. I probably would care a little bit less, but this is club basketball. And so they're, they've been playing together for a long time and they're going to continue playing together for a long time. Um, and so I think it's really important for them to just like spend time together and get to know each other because they're all a family. Right. But, you know, you know, as a coach, it starts with, it starts with you and your example for them. And so um, your ability to, brainstorm and figure out okay how do I create you know a stronger team so when you have 
kids that, you know, don't know each other and don't have the drive because it's hard to come into a team that um, isn't strong and don't know each other very well. And to keep that mindset of, I want to work hard for this team, isn't really there because I don't, my, I don't know if they care if I am here or not. So I think that's, that's where you as a coach needs to build that strong relationship so that they do care so that they do feel like they have an obligation so that when their thoughts come up of I'm tired, I don't really want to be here. Well, if I change that thought to, I have a team that relies on me and we want to win, you know, our games this next weekend, I have to put forth the effort, even though I really don't want to be here. And I think that's where we were talking about in the beginning of that team, you know, where is your obligation to the team? Well, I'm obligated when I feel like I have a connection with the people that are around me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It starts with coaches. I mean, if the coach is putting out good vibes and the want to get better and like the belief in them, then I think that like does wonders because I've had coaches who I knew didn't believe in us individually or together and it didn't make any of us want to work very hard but I have expressed to them on multiple occasions that I believe in them more than anything and um, they're kind of an underdog team and I think that they could be really good and I, I genuinely think that they could be really good if they work together because we have the skills we have the people We just got to get everybody to do it together. And Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, which I guess it kind of sounds bad, but I I guess I wouldn't put as much like hope on it um, if I didn't believe it. I wouldn't, you know, I would work hard for them, obviously, and I would do the best to get them the wins, but I wouldn't be putting as much effort into it if I knew that they could never reach it or they didn't want it or, you know what I mean? It's as a coach, it's great to teach them that, um, you know, they can, they can have a strong bond and maybe they're not going to win every game, even if they have a strong bond, but it's going to make their games better. It's going to make their practices better. It's going to make it more fun for them, especially the younger ones. And I think even as, you know, as you get older into high school and college to, if you bond with your team, it's huge because you just want to show up. And, you know, like we're talking about, you know, when, when we're tired and we're, we work our butts off as athletes and, you know, it's a constant drive. It's a constant. And sometimes you just don't want to be there because you're just don't it's tiring. But when you have that bond with your teammates and that drive, then you can easily turn those thoughts around. Okay, I'm going to give it my all for my team. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. I believe in that more than anything. I mean, my high school teams, I would have done anything for any of those girls, especially the days that I was exhausted, my body was exhausted, or I didn't feel like I had the energy to be there. I still worked hard and I still showed up every single practice, every single game, because I cared about them so much. I genuinely cared, cared about them so much. And I think it makes a huge thing. Like team chemistry is probably one of the most important things that any team can have in order to be successful. And it makes wins even better 
and it makes losses easier. I remember, you know, we lose, but it's okay. And you have your teammates. Yeah, you're all sad together, but you all still believe in each other. And it makes you guys all want to go after it even, even more and work even better as a team. And it's so much fun when you know, like the, the strengths and the weaknesses of your team, because you know exactly how to get them in the right position, get you in the right position for everyone to be like successful. Yeah. And you flow together, you know, the sport becomes just this easy thing once you become the sync team, because you know, you can see better. You can see where your open people are. You can see what's happening, you know, all over instead of just being focused on, I don't know that girl's name. And so should I pass her? You know, I'm not sure if they're going to grab it or not, you know, if they're going to catch it or not, I'm not sure, you know, and so you take that insecurity out because all of a sudden you're, you're synced as a team because you know each other inside and out. You know where they're going to move. You know how they shoot. You know how they pass. You know how they do all the things. So it just, you know, it just makes things so much easier. But with that being said, that takes time. And if you don't have the time or you don't have the skills to build that team um, bond, then you have to find that. And so that's, I think that's like, again, where coaches come in. And if you're a coach that really cares about building a strong, strong team, you're going to take that time and you're going to take that effort and it takes a lot. But if you care enough to build it, they'll perform and they'll, they'll become that strong team that you desire. Oh yeah. I believe that for sure. When it comes to giving up, I think that truly, if you want it and you have your teammates by your side to pick you up, then it's going to make it easier to keep going. And you won't want to mess up or give up because you know that, you know, it's not just for you. It's not just about you. It's about your teammates too. Um, so take time and think about how can you be a good teammate? And are you thinking about only what you need or are you thinking about what your team needs? Right. And how you can learn from, from them and the situation that you're in at this moment, you know, what, what is it you need to take out of where you're at, um, whatever team you're on and learn everything that you can, because it's only going to make you better in the next run. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you everybody for joining. Um, just keep working hard because you're going to get there. And if you work on yourself mentally, everything else is just going to flow. Um, just keep working so hard and we're very proud of you guys and share any comments or questions or experiences that you have, or maybe even some advice for me to help me with my team. I would love that. We would love to hear what you guys have to say. Don't forget to like and subscribe below. Um, our workbook is out and up for sale. So go get yours. <laughs> it is up on our website. Uh, we would love to see you guys on there. And we will see you guys next week.